The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two wet souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior, fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Baseball Woo! special. Bow. Charge, they say. Take me out to the ball game. Yeah. Don't buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks, though. Don't, not that, because that's not what we're doing. <laughs> buy me a hot dog and a beer, the other classic yeah. uh, snacks. We should do we uh, we should do another hot dog special where we do peanuts and cracker jacks. I think, and they call that one the hot dog special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got we both got some hot hot dogs sitting in front of us. Why don't we yeah, we, do. why don't we save the chit chat for later and get right into yeah. that first review? All Let's right, hear that snack description. Ballpark beef franks are fifty three gram fully cooked tubes of meat. Each tube, or sausage, is about six inches long and reddish-brown in color. While the package proudly boasts that the meat used is 100% beef with no filler and no byproduct, these bad boys are laden with yummy, yummy preservatives. As we all know, Hot Dog is Mitt Romney's favorite meat, but is it Diet Coke or Lilith's? Right, ballpark Franks. Ballpark Franks. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, my mouth is watering same, right now. Same. Um, uh, I've got a half dressed, half naked hot dog, so I can evaluate it, is it on both exactly levels. Exactly what I have as well. What are your dressings? Um, I I just did with what I like that I had in the home. So I've got uh, ketchup, spicy brown yep. mustard, diced onions, and uh, jal- one jalapeno pepper. Normally there'd be two, but it, I only dress half the dog. Right, and it's a big one. I have. 
uh, ketchup and uh, spicy brown mustard. Hell yeah. Didn't have onions. Don't have a jalapeno. Both of those sound great. Hell yeah. Still sounds like a great dog. I'm going to go ahead and take a bite. I'm going to take the naked bite. Take a naked bite. Oh. <laughs> that is a rock solid dog. Even naked. Even naked. Pretty good it's dog. A real good taste. I'm going to take a... I think I got one more naked bite, so I'm going to take two more bites so I can get the full eval. I guess this is the part of the show where we both just house a whole hot dog. <laughs> Let's have Mitt Romney keep us company here. And as you know, a uh, hot dog is my favorite meat. When did he say that? <laughs> what a fucking space alien. So uh, that's the clip that I remember seeing go viral. But mm-hmm. in my research, I discovered he actually said it in a print interview and everybody made fun of him. And then I hate to say him correctly he leaning into it. He on the joke. Oh yeah. no! He, on on National Hot Dog Day, he posted that where he said, uh, "And as you know, uh, hot dog uh, is my hot dog favorite is my meat. favorite meat." Um, <laughs> so that, that's why he says, "As you know," is because it had already yeah. been a story that hot dog is his favorite meat. Frankly, the most like it is a very space alien thing, but it is also maybe the most likable thing about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 into the fully dressed bites, and let me tell you, this dog mm-hmm. is pairing so nice with those toppings that I listed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it's a good consistency for a dog. Mm-hmm. Damn, what kind of bun did you get? Just the uh, signature select store brand regular bun. They had ballpark branded buns mm. at my store, and it wasn't any more expensive than the signature select. So I decided I would just go. All the way with the ballpark branded. Going all in on ballpark. Love that. It's fine. It's it's a hot dog bun. <laughs> I have finished my dog now. <laughs> I got one more bite. You you talk. Didn't come up in the description, but uh, mm-hmm. ballpark's famous slogan, plump when you cook it or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I should know uh-huh. the word for word, but it's it plumps when you cook. And I got to say, I did find that to be true in a very pleasing mm-hmm. way with these hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Cooking hot dogs uh, indoors, uh, not on an outdoor grill, can sometimes be a struggle, I think. You yeah. get into situations where the dog is curling up, it's breaking out of the casing, and then it's cooking uh, inconsistently. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did today was I boiled it first mm-hmm. to cook it through, and then I, I slapped it on a hot cast iron. Mm-hmm. And the method was a success. Huge yeah. success. But not yeah. only that. It was helped greatly, I think, by the fact that it does plump up when you cook. Something about right. these ballpark franks I've noticed more so than other brands is that when it kind of heats up and, and plumps, instead of breaking out of the casing all over the place, it just kind of it just kind of untwists the little twisty sausage ends at the end of the hot dog, uh-huh. as uh-huh. if it's loosening its belt. It's a it's a fantastic design for a for a meat product. That is that is what I experienced as well. I did something similar. Uh, I had a small, like, little frying pan um, that I just put, like, an inch of water in. Classic. Another classic method. Boiled that. Then I just, like, forked the hot dog, poured the water out, put the hot dog back on the, the frying pan to get some uh, some sear, some some char going mm-hmm. there. Hell yeah. Because you got it. That's, and you, you know, you get that from the grill in a more right. traditional hot dog setting. But it's to me, and sounds like maybe you agree. That's an essential part of the hot dog experience. Yes, just a little bit of little bit of burn, whatever you want to call that. Little bit yeah. of you know browning little on character. the dog. I little character. Yes, yes. As Calvin's dad would say, my cat <laughs> is losing his fucking mind 
outside of my office door right now. Um, Bad Lord want hot dog. I think he wants. I think he wants snacks. So I'm gonna let. Yeah. I'm gonna let him in to eat his yeah. little, his foods in here. Um, I will say this about Ballpark Franks. My my normal my go to brand of hot dog when I am buying a hot dog is Hebrew National. Um, yes. We wanted to stick with the baseball episode, so obviously right. Ballpark has Ballpark in the name. Uh, I still don't think I like these more than Hebrew National, but I I hadn't had these since I was a kid. Uh-huh. And I'll be honest, I kind of went in with a bit of a bias, thinking maybe this was going to be a lower-rent, shittier hot dog. Right. And like I said, it's not going to replace Hebrew National, but it's it's holding its own. This is a this is a really solid quality dog. I can't say I eat a ton of hot dogs. Sure. I'm trying to think. I think in the past when I bought hot dogs, I think I go Oscar Mayer. Sure. Um, I don't tend to see Hebrew National at my grocery stores of choice. Mm. Um, I have enjoyed their products in the past. Sure. Ballpark's Ballpark's good though. Yeah, that They're plumping a, effect you described is very very good. It's innovative snack tech, I would say. Now, going back to last week, uh-huh. how do you feel about a chili dog? Because we were talking oh, I, about Sonic last week. We were week. talking about Sonic last week. I love a chili dog. I was just gonna say, my I I would say once the once the summer kicks off, uh-huh. I, I'll do one to two times throughout the summer. I'll buy some hot dogs and have myself a chili dog night at home. Yeah. That, that is my yeah. prime hot dog buying habits. How about you? Do you like a chili dog? It seems like uh, I do. love a chili dog. I love chili, <laughs> I love dogs, I love I love a chili dog. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What, what let me ask you this. What's what's all going on your your chili dog? Are you keeping it simple? Just chili, just chili and cheese, or are we getting a little more complex? Chili, cheese, onions if I've got them, but yeah. I don't always have onions. Do you ever you ever throw mustard in the mix on a chili dog? I haven't done it, but that does sound interesting. I uh I forget where I was. Might have been Pink's hot dog. Uh unfairly maligned chain, I say. All LA locals all hate that place except for me. Uh, I think they're great. I think that was the first place that I had a chili dog with mustard, and it was oh, it's like a revelation. It's so good. I'm not I'm not familiar with that place. You're not you don't know pink. It's like a it's like a hot dog stand. They're famous for like having really long lines because tourists go there. Okay. Uh, but that's the lunch crowd. If you go at night, you can cruise right up no line and get yourself a really fantastic chili dog. Yeah, they're also I think divisive because it's that real. Uh, you know that real muddy brown dirt chili you get at like a hot dog stand that I right. love, but you know some people think they're too good for that. Is is my honest opinion on on pink haters <laughs> out there? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it does seem like Pink's is a it's is it like one location for much of its life? It has been historically in the last like ten years they've started franchising out a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely haven't had Pink's before, but yeah, I don't know. Hot dogs are good. Um, baseball is good. Baseball, baseball is good. Baseball. How do you feel about the pitch? Cl- okay, let's. Yeah, let's back up. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we talk about do the pitch. Would buy Woody on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, again, I I prefer Hebrew National. That's my uh-huh. go-to brand. Uh-huh. But if they don't have that, and I see those ballpark franks, yeah, I'm gonna buy them. I'm gonna say this is a would buy, and also a would eat. Um, oh God! The soundboard has gotten worse. <laughs> uh, you think that's worse than me shouting "Would not buy and would not eat" in the background? <laughs> I, the crunching sounds is sure. something else. Um, all right, so it is a uh, would would buy or it's a hmm, it's a would buy would eat. I'm gonna call it a would buy would eat. Um, they're perfectly good. They're yeah. delicious. 
just because I, I don't know, I'm not buying hot dog. It's not like part of my regular grocery store haul. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, that's fine. Yeah, it's a summer essential for me, but but definitely not part of my regular haul yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think now that I'm, I don't know, we'll see how I feel about summer after I live through a Portland summer. I do hear that there's wildfires sometimes, and that maybe hey. isn't great. <laughs> Yeah, that's hey, we're we're in the same boat with you in, in SoCal. Uh I'm luckily I'm I'm close enough to the coast that they don't usually hit yeah. where I live too hard, but uh uh-huh. definitely near enough that we see and smell the smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I was looking at uh gas masks, respirators, things like that yeah. for uh smoke inhalation because I don't want that to become a major part of my life, honestly. Uh, I know that might sound uh, controversial <laughs> that I don't enjoy smoke inhalation, but. Well, that's, you know, the th- I don't worry about that too much because here in Long Beach, there's just a steady blanket of fog year round or yeah. smog year round. So it's uh-huh. just kind of, you know, far for the course. Right, 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 right. Uh, we got to you got to dang, that sucks. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I love Long Beach is my favorite city in the world. We got a real smog problem here that yeah. I would love to see addressed one day in my lifetime. Uh-huh. 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 Anyway, should we talk about based ball? Yes, we should. How do you feel about the pitch clock? I'll tell you something. Yeah. Going into the season, for for those who aren't sports heads like us, for those who aren't a couple of jocks like us. Right. Uh, <laughs> classic jocks, the two yeah. of us. So in between the last season of baseball and this one, they implemented a new rule, uh, pitch clock, basically. Uh, they felt that games were taking too long, and so they want to speed the pitchers up. Now they have a pitch clock in the same way that like the NBA has a shot clock. Yes. Would you say that's a fair uh, summary of events? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think I think the, the controversy stems from... So there's there's two ways that the, the pitch clock violations can happen mm-hmm. and two consequences for that. Basically, both the batter and the pitcher have to be like ready for pitch to happen within like a certain part of the pitch mm-hmm. clock. There's yeah. a th- threshold for the batter and then there's a threshold for the pitcher. If the batter violates it, it's a strike. If the pitcher violates it, it's a ball, right? Mm-hmm. Am I getting that correct? That sounds right to me. I, I I will be honest. I don't know the full details off the top of my head. Yeah, I know in spring training, everybody there was a bit of adjustment, and there were some kind of consequential uh, pitch clock violations. I haven't heard a ton or seen a ton in the regular season. Yeah, I haven't same. been watching every game, but it seems like it is just kind of helping the game clip on a little bit faster. Yeah, I was really against it. Prior to the season starting, I thought, you know, the whole deal, the reason why people like us like baseball, the reason why we Uh choose baseball of other sports, I would say a big part of it is that it's the it's the relaxing game. It's the game you can just kind of chill out with. Uh And uh, the pitch clock seems to go against that spirit uh, as something something else that was brought up on the Tipping Pitches podcast, a podcast that I really enjoy. It's pro labor baseball podcast. They were talking about how a lot of. Pitching slowing down in the more recent years has to do with the change in the culture of how, like, back in the day, a starter, it wasn't uncommon for a starter to finish the game. But now, like, yeah. what they teach kids from Little League going up is basically to throw out their arm on every single pitch to throw as hard as they fucking can. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's going to take a lot more, like, you know, psyching yourself up and making sure right. you don't injure yourself. And mm-hmm. and all that's true. 
And then I yeah. saw the spring training games where like the pitch clock is was very prominently displayed in like yeah. huge letters behind the catcher. Felt fucking Orwellian during yes. spring training. And, and stressful. <laughs> but then I tune into these these regular season games and they I think it was a very smart decision to hide the pitch clock as much yes. as they can. It's kind of just hidden away on the little score box. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, most of the time, I just don't notice it at all. But you know what I do notice is that the games are a little breezier. They, they yeah. go a little faster and mm-hmm. they're more enjoyable. I hate to say it. I'm a, I'm a pitch clock convert. I, I am also a pitch clock convert. Um, I haven't been watching as much baseball as I would have liked to because the Mariners Same. aren't doing great this I have year. I have succumbed to a classic uh, baseball fan feeling uh, in which... Every time I've watched the Dodgers, they've lost this yeah. season. So yeah. I've, and it's like they're doing, they're, the, they're you know, not they're the Dodgers, you know, they're doing fine. Right. But uh, I do feel like I'm cursed and, I'm, and I do have that, a fear as a result. My cat has gotten to, he's like three uh, closet shelves up. I need to get him down. Uh, and dismiss him from this room. Uh, We'll talk more about baseball in just a moment. (laughs) Bye! Take a little Bat-Lord break. And as you know, uh, hot dog is my favorite favorite meat. meat. And as you know, Uh, hot dog uh, is my favorite favorite meat. meat. Uh, Hot dog is my favorite meat. I just, I find that clip very funny. Even though I know that he was leaning into it and, and getting his own twisted joy out of it. It's just still so fucking funny to watch that square ass loser say to the camera, hot dog is my favorite meat. It just, it makes me laugh every time. And as you know, uh, hot dog is my favorite meat. I've gotten pretty good at timing the shortened version with the longer version so that they just kind of get that nice double effect too. I've been playing with that. It's my, that's the instrument that I play. Some people play the guitar. Some people play the piano. I play Mitt Romney saying. And as you know, uh, hot dog is my favorite meat. Are you back, Lily? <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I had a baseball game in that clip, so appropriate uh, to play. Uh-huh. The 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 Mariners. Um, I say they haven't been doing that well. They're. I think they're still below five hundred. But last night they did score a W over the Astros, which hey. is that's not nothing. <laughs> That's the, the same joy that the Pirates got when they kicked the fucking Dodgers' asses up and down the square. Good uh, their Lord. last series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, I am living closer to Seattle, so I want to make true. it up for a game at some. Now point. you, you, you watch on MLB TV. Is that true, Emily? I, Diet Coke. I have no idea what you mean. Okay, uh, I, did, I, I live in the Portland true. area. There's no way that I could be <laughs> watching on saying. MLB I TV was wondering if you when were I'm in the blackout obeying range. <laughs> blackout regions. Hey, I'll say it up front. I watch on my parents' Spectrum login that I put into my Roku. Ah, okay, okay. No, 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 no. It'd be if if I were to do that, I would have to do something crazy like bounce the signal for my TV through a server that is located in Vancouver, Canada. See, now you that say that would be wild. Now, theoretically, let's say I, I knew someone who tried to do that very thing when I was trying yeah. to watch the Dodgers. Uh huh. I mean, when they were trying to watch the Dodgers yeah. whilst living in the Dodgers this blackout. Other so person that I got it. I mean, that other person had a had a nice paid money for not one of these bullshit fake VPNs to, and tried to do that very same thing. And and MLB app outfoxed them at every turn. 
So I guess I just wanted to say, uh, theoretically, congratulations to anyone who has successfully gotten around that. I have, game. I have a, I have a, like a little computer connected to my uh, TV. That's like my media center. T- uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, computer. It's like a little, little cheap box, and that you know, if you're just going through browser, you can, you can, yeah, uh, successfully sense, VPN. Yeah. But like doing it like through a console or anything like that. I was role-playing a criminal for the last 15 seconds of <laughs> our podcast. Yeah. I would never do that. I never, have an ever. active illegal? Root Sports subscription through we, my local cable provider. And I, and I got Sportsnet LA through my local cable provider. And we're both law-abiding citizens. Yep. And and you know we respect the intellectual property of Major League Baseball and would never would never disrespect it in that way. Of course, I love the intellectual property of Major League Baseball. <laughs> I would never rebroadcast or redistribute footage from the game or descriptions of the game without express written consent of the Seattle Mariners. Of course, and I would never kill, and I am never going to kill again. <laughs> Why don't we crack open some cold ones while we continue this discussion? <laughs> Let's hear that snack description. Miller Highlight is a pale golden lager first produced by the Miller Brewing Company in 1903, with a label depicting a woman in a circus costume sitting on a crescent moon. Sold in a clear bottle with a long tapered neck, 4.6% alcohol by volume, and extra effervescent, this beer promises high class on a low budget. Its slogan claims to be the champagne of beers, but will its cheap taste earn a campaign of jeers? <laughs> Miller High Life. <laughs> Miller High Life. So, um, I couldn't find any Miller High Life at my grocery store when I went to it. Very surprising um, to me. I know. And, and I'm sorry that that happened. Neither a 12-pack nor a tall boy, which I was very surprised by, or like a just a bottle by itself. Uh, I went down to my uh, my local corner store, um, <laughs> and they did have 32 fluid fucking ounces. It's a big old beer. <laughs> of Miller High Life. Does it still what? have the tapered neck? Because that was very prominently featured in all the descriptions I it found does. online. It does have a tapered neck. Yeah. It's got to have that champagne yeah. look. Uh huh. Yeah. Are you you're drinking out of a bottle as well. I am. I've got the. I I. So I don't know how much of a beer drinker you. I do. But for the listener, I don't know how much of a beer drinker you are, Lily. Right. I I'm not much myself. I tend to keep beer in the fridge for cooking. I use it in pizza yeah. crusts. I also uh-huh. sometimes cook something in the slow cooker. And then uh-huh. you know if I have it, I'll sometimes crack open a cold one with the ball game. But uh. I, I I had this in my fridge just because uh, it was the cheapest uh, twelve pack of bottles last time I was at the grocery store. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Which is funny because historically it has it has been a high end beer. It just sort of became a low end cheap beer. Yeah, the yeah, cruel yeah. I paid, I paid three dollars for this th- <laughs> one quart of beer, which this is this was. Uh, I paid ten ninety nine for a twelve pack of bottles, and that's a that is a damn steal. Yeah. Is now let me ask you this. Yes. Do you think this is the oldest branded product we have reviewed on this show? Ooh. It is as 1903, so it is 120 years old, this beer. Is there anything else that could be older than that? Um, what's, what's Coca-Cola? 
Oh, Coca-Cola probably has a beat, actually. Yeah, I forgot we did Coca-Cola. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm going to look right. at... Asked and answered. I think it's definitely the 1800s. Uh... I was I was looking this up recently, actually, because I, I, I uh, yeah, watched 1886. the film... Yeah, <laughs> I watched the film yesterday, recently, uh, which imagines a world in which the Beatles didn't the exist, Beatles and also, for some exist. reason, Coca-Cola doesn't exist. Well, of course, those two go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, cigarettes don't either. <laughs> Wait, cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, that was my reaction as well. <laughs> I was like, why cigarettes? Who knows? Oh, well, there's there's in, there's interesting things in there because uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is this is actually an interesting little fact that I learned on a podcast um, called Behind the Bastards. Did you know that the charting of music of like popular music that yeah. was invented by the cigarette industry? To sell Why cigarettes? How does that sell cigarettes? It was because they was could sell it on like, top of the pops or something. Like if you if you call in and you know like the I don't remember what that was. Um, but yeah, they they introduced the charting of music to sell cigarettes. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Trading cards also an invention of cigarettes. That one huh. is you know that you makes a little more sense. Cards with a pack of yeah. cigarettes. Which is why um, you, then you later got them with gum. Classic. Uh. Exactly. Exactly. That movie yesterday fucking seems in, insane. It is. It's really bad. It is not insane. But it's like insane in the most frustrating ways. You try to you try to beat it. You try to get on the level where you're just riding the wave and enjoying how insane it is. And then it just always finds new ways to fucking frustrate you as an infuriating experience. Does he also like pretend to invent cigarettes? <laughs> no he does not <laughs> that would be incredible <laughs> i see we so okay so first he discovers that the beatles don't exist anymore yes. and then he like looks up oasis and sees they don't exist anymore because they didn't have the beatles and it's like a little gag um, wow <laughs> which makes fired at oasis <laughs> <laughs> which like kind of makes sense yeah but also it's like okay so the beatles don't exist and therefore oasis doesn't exist but then when you uh-huh. get to like coca-cola and cigarettes which came before the beatles it's like right Okay, so I guess when, like, God or whatever took out the Beatles, they also took out cigarettes and, and Coca-Cola. Yeah. So my my prevailing fan theory was that somewhere else in the world, there was, like... Because the whole thing, thing is he's, like, a struggling musician. His songs suck. Oh. And then this happens to him. So there is a struggling, like, somewhere soda out there, maker. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere out there, a soda maker is struggling and is going to invent Coke. And somewhere out there, there's someone who's, like... Keeps making different kinds of pipes, I guess. Than <laughs> <laughs> the no, I don't know. No, they're a struggling. They're a struggling drug dealer, and <laughs> nobody wants my fun drugs. And then yeah. they wake up in a world where the 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 drug that has destroyed you know the world several times over. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing of this like. Madding about this movie because, like, if cigarettes don't exist, it, it wouldn't be the same world. Just nobody remembers cigarettes, you know. Yeah. So many yeah. more people would be alive, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. We would have we'd have a lot of people who would not be dead. I guess that did. I guess in a way they do cover that because old man John. Spoilers: old man John Lennon does appear in the film. Holy fuck! <laughs> a, a non-assassinated John Lennon wait, does appear. Wait, yeah. 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 Okay. So. So. Mark David Chapman was hopped up on Coca-Cola. <laughs> that's why he killed John Lennon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's such a bizarre movie. 
Oh my god. Uh should we drink should we crack open? I will a cold say one? I've been I've been sipping this just casually oh, having a, okay. a cold one with my friend here. That's beer for sure. Uh I've I've drank about a quarter of the bottle now. Yeah, that's just, just as beer. As is. And I'm gonna add my preferred beer modification. I got a little slice of lime prepped. Ooh. I'm gonna drop that lime in there good. so that I can evaluate it both. Oh, natural, and as I prefer, like I did with the hot dog. The, I gotta say, this is, this is just, yeah, right down the road. Now, I I get the feeling that you and I are kind of similar people, and that to the outside of like a really hoppy IPA or something like that, mm-hmm. um, most most like regular lagers just taste the same, right? I I mean I mean outside of like, okay, so there's like. There's like the really hoppy IPAs, and then there's like you know, you know, like a, a shandy or something like that. Um, sure, but like, but a shandy has lemonade. Yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, most regular lagers mostly taste the same. I mean, there's d- ones that taste worse, certainly. But when I'm drinking like a really good lager, I'm never like, oh yeah, baby, that's delicious. It's just like, oh, that's beer, sure. Yeah, well, the most I taste with like a with a regular lager is like, oh, this this is going down a little smoother than than yeah. uh, other ones might. And I will say, Miller High Life does go down pretty smooth of the uh-huh. of the beers I've had. It's not a bad one. Yeah, I think I would prefer. I don't know. There's a few uh, like like Lone Star. Sure. I, I I tend to find if you're going for a shitty beer, uh-huh. regional is usually you're gonna get your best. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, your, I would agree with that. Your Rainier here. Preferred choice of Charlie Swan, father of Bella Swan from the Twilight series. Well, the man knows his beer. Um, <laughs> if you're uh, if you're out west, Yingling, love sure. Yingling. And now, um, how, now define out west. Did you mean out east? I did mean out east. <laughs> I did entirely mean out east. I, I haven't had any of these. I don't know what the regional directions. beer of California is. Because like I know That's there's like Mexican beers, but like the ones that you get here aren't the ones that have also gone just national in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just looking this up. I'm I'm curious. I will say my embarrassing answer for what is my go-to beer is uh-huh. is a Pabst Blue Ribbon. I know it has such a bad hipster reputation and it's yeah. so like such a thing of like bars overcharging for it, but the oh thing is God, you, you go to the grocery store and it's still fucking cheap. Yeah. So like I guess at least credit where it's due to the people who make Pabs like even with the crazy markup that is obviously was like a huge trend for a while, they never once changed the grocery store prices at least to my observation. Uh-huh. And uh, I think it's still a totally Great uh, cheap beer. I also like natural light when I feel when I'm feeling real trashy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Those are you know those are your your national beers and they're they're good. Um, I um, yeah, I don't know uh, what California. I just know like the three places that I've done a lot of drinking is like <laughs> Austin, North Carolina for some reason, and sure. uh, the Pacific yeah. Northwest. Which and I've- you know, I've only lived here my whole life, but I'm n- I've never been a huge beer drinker, so yeah, I've never never learned. I think it's a decent beer. It is frequently the cheapest one, and so with yeah. that in mind, it's going to be a wood buy and a wood drink. Um, it's solid. It makes a decent. You know, pop this in a pizza crust. It makes it's pretty decent as well. 
I'm going to say would not buy, would not drink. It's not, I'm not crazy about it. I don't, I'm not that much of a beer person. Sure. Anyway. And if I'm drinking beer, I'm like, like at a bar, I'll probably order either like what they've got on tap, which is not mm-hmm. fucking Miller High Life and, uh, or, you know, like a Shandy, something like that. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine are definitely a soft would buy wood drink, and then I'm only buying it when it's the cheap one, and I'm only drinking it because it's yeah. like, it's been in my fridge, there's a baseball game on, might as well drink this. Uh-huh. But still, I gotta be honest, that's technically a would buy wood drink. We haven't talked about the bubbles much. Now, something that I didn't realize, but was, again, very present in the like official marketing descriptions and stuff, yeah. is that this is more effervescent than a normal beer. That's part of what makes it champagne-y, allegedly. Okay. I don't really notice it, if I'm being Neither honest. Neither do I. I notice it does have more of a foam head, which, like, not classically considered a good thing in a beer. No, no, not at all. Um, doesn't taste smoother, doesn't, no, I'm not, not like. But hey, it's got those bubbles. <laughs> it's got those bubbles. Uh... And for those who've never had beer, I guess we should approach this as if our listener is, like, turning to us for information. It basically tastes like, what if there was a sour soda, but not sweet? Right. Is that how you would yeah. describe it? Yeah, not sweet and kind of tastes like bread sometimes. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's not sweet bread soda. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Congratulations. But it gets you drunk, and that's a plus. Does, for a lot it of does people. get you drunk, and that is the point for a lot of people. Seems like kind of a kind of a moot point. I don't know. A lot of things will get you drunk. A lot of them are better than beer. Faster, and you can make a nice, tasty little cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although there are some beer cocktails. I mean, a shandy is a beer cocktail, technically, A shandy right? is a beer cocktail, yes. So, like, there's there's some decent beer cocktails out there. Yeah. I actually recently yeah. had a beer and a Coca-Cola because I saw someone on the internet do it, and I got to say, it was really fucking good. That's interesting. I, I can't say that I would jump at that, but on your recommendation, I... I'm still not going to jump at that. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. So, yeah, the Dodgers are, I mean, they're doing okay, right? Like, they're not. Yeah, yeah, they're doing fine. They're above 500. I mean. I imagine. I haven't checked the stat uh, recently, but I would imagine they are. I, uh. I kind of feel like this Dodgers season is going to go uh, the same way the last one did, which is to say they're going to they're going to log an insane amount of wins. They're going to get to the playoffs, and because uh, they're lazy and com- not lazy, but they're complacent, you know, they're the empire. Yeah. They're not hungry, and they're yeah. probably going to get knocked out in like round two or three of the playoffs. Would be my they, prediction. They are leading the NL West with a 2014 record. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it'll pan into a World Series win, but hey, fingers crossed. I'm gonna keep watching just in case. Uh, I will. I will probably. I need to watch more. Oh, hey, the Mariners have a two-run lead in the bottom of the fifth right now. Hell uh, yeah! Which I'm actually a little. I didn't realize that the game had already started. I was hoping to watch that game. It's fine. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Well, that's fine. the other thing. To go back to the to how breezy and fast the games have been going on. They do fly right by. <laughs> I fucking tuned into a Dodgers-Pirates game. And granted, they were playing in Pittsburgh, so the time yep. zone helped us a little. But I tuned into a Dodger game at 10.30 a.m. And they uh-huh. were in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah. It was insane. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's still, that's, that's nuts. Yeah. Um, let's go, Mariners. 
let's go Dodgers, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and they're fine. Like they're... when we when we started our baseball journey, you were much more hot on the Dodgers than you yeah. Are now. And yeah, I, I don't was. blame you, but I'm but I you know I'm a, I'm a local girl. I got to stand by my. Yeah. I have this. I have to back the blue. Ooh! Don't take that out of context. That is about the Los Angeles Dodgers and no one else. <laughs> Certainly not police. Certainly not the police. Back, yeah. I, hey, when it comes to the police, I say back the blue off a cliff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You should maybe stop saying those <laughs> words. <laughs> parody. It's all parody. It's all parody. I am a happy subscriber to the Root Sports Network. <laughs> we love the Root Sports Network. We love Sportsnet LA. We love Rob Manfred. Uh, and we certainly have never thought any kind of crazy negative thoughts about our local police force. Yeah. But all, you know, all uh, all cars are bountiful here in California, leading that to the smog I true. talked about earlier. That is true. The, uh, the, the Portland Police Bureau... Um, they're not even gonna say it. I can't. I can't <laughs> yeah. even bring myself. To... I mean, no. I said it only because I, I was like, I have to say some kind of a cab variant after because I right. can't. Right. I can't let that joke hang for even a second. Um, the Austin Police Department recent there was uh there was like two propositions. Uh, basically, it was like two differing versions of like police accountability and one of them was like real accountability that was like made by um you know some 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 nominally kind of left-wing parts of the local government and the other one was a farce made by creepy idiots who hate homeless people and um the the first one won and the that second rocks. one lost that rocks <laughs> And the APB put out like a tweet thread where they were like, this is illegal. We can't be held accountable for being evil. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, fuck cops. Um, Fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Astros. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And and end of list. Those are the big empire (laughs) teams that we can say fuck to. I was yeah, I was gonna throw the. It's, it's, I, I like the. I'm you know I was born in uh, Orange, California, and I'm certainly not gonna fucking cheer for the Angels. So uh, no, <laughs> I'll cheer for Shohei, but not the Angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, should we get SK three in here. Yes, we should. Hot dogs, get your hot dogs here. Hey, snack case keeper three. Hello. Yes. Hello. How's it going? It's good. You know, we made a baseball. We we were doing like a baseball thing. Um, oh, that's your cool, favorite team, I suppose. I don't follow sports. You don't follow any sports? Not human sports, anyway. I follow snack dimension sports. Okay, let's hear all about that. What is a snack dimension sport? Like one snack dimension sport? We actually, it's it's this developed entirely by coincidence. Uh huh. But we actually have snack diver- snack dimension versions of every human sport, basically. Oh, okay. Except the difference is in all of them, there's one additional ball in play at all times. So we have we have basketball with two balls, baseball mm-hmm. with two balls, football mm-hmm. with two balls, other football with two balls. Hockey with two pucks? 
Oh, hockey actually has three pucks in our dimension. Whoa, that's cool. And it, that's... it is, and it is fully a blood sport. Yeah, around, yeah, yeah. Around the same time that like the the goon era and hockey ended in in America and Canada, uh, it that's when it really ramped up in the snack dimension. Great. That's when great. we started allowing guns on the ice. <laughs> oh shit! That seems incredibly dangerous. You um, go straight to the penalty box if you use it, but you're allowed to have it. Okay. Okay, how long are you in the penalty box if you shoot someone? So a nor- normal visit to the penalty box is two minutes, same as on yep. Earth. Yeah. Uh, if you shoot someone, uh, it depends uh, on where you shoot them. There's like a little chart. Uh, basically, the, the for every... They're divided into zones, and from the least deadly zone to the most deadly zone, you're basically adding a minute in the penalty box for everyone that you progress. With okay. the minimum being three and the maximum being six. I, well, that's good. I want to keep our boys out on the ice as much as possible. You of course. Know, let them play, ref. Let them <laughs> play. That's what we say as well. All right. Fantastic. Uh, how are your teams doing this year? Oh, the Snack Dodgers are doing all right. Good. They're, of course, they're a bit of an empire this year. So yeah. I, when I rooted for them, they were in kind of, when I started rooting for them, rather, they were on kind of a losing streak. Yeah. Uh, but now they've, uh, you know, the team is sort of a... Uh, you know they're 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 actually the East Coast Empire though they're still the Brooklyn Dodgers. That's right. There's a Brooklyn in the snack dimension. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, would you like to end the show? I certainly would. Well, goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. I thought you were gonna say goalies. <laughs> <laughs> And goalies, goodbye, ghosts, ghoulies, and goalies. The house of snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. <laughs> For more from the house of snacks, visit patreon.com slash house of snacks. That's patreon.com slash house of S-N-A-X. Thank you.